It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio. And I thank you for joining me on this actually quite mild Friday evening in Pittsburgh. Quite mild for early October anyway. But it's lovely out, even though we're about to get some rain, I think. And I hope it's lovely wherever you are right now in Steeler Nation, whether it's in Pittsburgh, anywhere else in America anywhere internationally. I hope you're having a pleasant time. I hope your week was well. And before I continue, I just want to please encourage you to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel where we bring you live shows each and every day and night. Uh, And you can find those live shows also on any audio platform of your choosing. I like iHeartRadio, but there's any number of uh, platforms where you can find our stuff. And we also have an audio only host of shows, family of shows. And, and again, you can catch shows on any audio platform. And uh, also, we're on Facebook. I was, I was, uh, I'm trying to mix things up and, and switch my dialogue a little bit. So I, I saved a, the Facebook thing for last. We're, we're live on Facebook right now as we speak. So if you're, if you're seeing me on Facebook, hello. If you're seeing my, seeing me on YouTube, hello. And of course, check out Behind the Still Curtain, the website. We bring you news, commentary, film, film breakdown. Anytime there's a trade, a transaction of any sort, any kind of development, we're one of the first to bring it to you. Sometimes the first to bring it to you. So uh, please check that out. As we like to say, it's your one-stop shop for all your Steelers' needs. 
And let's take a look at the live chat. Who was the first one in? I know who it was. It was Sean Manahan. They were the first ones to join me at 858. I wasn't even on 858, really. I was I was tidying up a bit my apartment before I uh before I logged on. So so welcome everybody. Uh Sean, Javier More, George Teston, Devin Logan, Brad Jewett, Jared Devil. Always Jared Devil's one of the our, our most frequent viewers. So uh, Kathy Ford, Brian Brown, just me. She says, hey, family, happy Friday, Tony. Same to you, just me. All right, so let's let's get into it. Let's get into some Steeler talk about your one and three Pittsburgh Steelers. And, of course, let's review a little bit of the uh, Packers game from last week, the 2017, I'm sorry, 27-17 loss to the Packers at Lambeau Field last, last Sunday afternoon. And, and it actually looked like things would be different early on uh, the offense actually got the ball first and looked pretty good. Uh, Najee Harris looked good. And then of course, Ben looked good as he uh, found Deontay Johnson, the returning from injury, Deontay Johnson for a 45 yard touchdown. And just like that, it was seven, nothing. And it looked like perhaps things would be different this time around, at least as far as the offensive output, what we've seen uh, through the first three weeks, but then the offense bogged down, and 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 the Packers eventually tied this, the the uh, game early in the second quarter, and then they quickly took a seven point lead, following a a, a strip sack, and then a, a a touchdown. I think to Randall Cobb, where he yeah yeah Randall Cobb Aaron Aaron Rodgers ran the first one and to tie the score, and then and then he found the uh, the ageless Randall Cobb for a touchdown, fourteen seven and. Just like that, the Steelers were uh, fighting uphill once again. And, of course, the turning point in the game, as far as many are concerned, was the the overturning of the the block punt and uh, scoop and score by Micah Fitzpatrick. That would have given Pittsburgh a 17-14 to lead. Mason Crosby was lining up for a, a field goal at the end of the half, and it looked like the Packers were going to take a seven-point lead. And then just like that, it looked like, the Steelers were going to take a three-point lead into the into halftime, but then just like that, it was reversed thanks to a very questionable offsides call on Joe Hayden, and of course the Packers re-kicked, Crosby re-kicked, and it was 17-10, and it was all Green Bay from there. The Packers scored a quick 10 points to open up the third quarter, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Is the offense really had nothing? You know, it was, it was like the same old script. Things kind of uh, picked up a bit towards the end, but it was just a little too late or too little too late. And uh, the Steelers lost their third game in a row. And and, and uh, now they're two games behind everybody else in the AFC North. And we're certainly not used to that here in Pittsburgh, especially when one of those teams is the Bengals. No offense to them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my my – my thoughts on that on that game, specifically the the call on Hayden, was yeah, it it may not have been offsides. We're never going to know for sure because there was no sideline angle of that of the of that play. There's always a sideline angle, but for some reason there wasn't a sideline angle, and you really couldn't get a true picture of whether or not Hayden jumped, or if he just timed his his uh, jump perfectly with the snap. But 
you know, the Steelers have been on some some uh, wrong ends of, of, of questionable calls over the years, and they've bounced back from that. But what we're seeing so far this year is they can't seem to overcome anything, any kind of adversity, whether it's a, a turnover. Uh, it seems like every time they, they turn the ball over, the, the defense can't hold the opposition to, to three points. Uh, they can't ever, ever overcome bad calls. They can't overcome mistakes by the offense. You saw a couple times last week, Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster, they 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 failed to connect on, on two passes that could have been touchdowns. And, of course, it, they imploded from there, the offense. So this team, you know, has very little uh, margin for error right now. So any little thing... Like a like that uh, questionable call with the uh, block field goal. Any any little thing um, just throws them into a tailspin. And you know a good team should be able to overcome those kind of things. And I said this last week, and I said it on the Hangover multiple times. A good team is supposed to overcome that kind of stuff, and and they're clearly not a good team right now. I mean, now they're up to eight losses in their last ten games, dating back to last year. They've been behind by two scores or more and I went, what, what's what am I up to now I keep tra- I keep track of this I think it's such a fascinating barometer for where they are as a football team uh, they've trailed by two scores or more in what 10 games in a row now or nine either way it's a lot and to me that's indicative of, of a bad football team so um, yeah you can blame you can blame the the, the call on Hayden just like people tried to blame the, the call on Ingram the week before and lost to the Bengals, but you know, it's one play and one play, especially if it occurs in the second quarter of a close football game, shouldn't determine the whole game. If, if, if you're, if you're rolling along pretty well as a football team and, and the Steelers again are not. So those are my thoughts on Sunday. Um, it it kind of went how I expected. I mean, you know, it's actually too bad. Uh, behind the curtain, Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield and those guys aren't giving out uh, rewards for uh, for these uh, pregame predictions because I've I've missed the last two by a field goal in each game. Uh, I don't know if that makes me a heel or if that just makes me somebody who has, has a pretty good feeling for how things are going to go. But yeah, I said thirty to seventeen last week and it was twenty seven seventeen. So that's it went. Pretty much how I expected it to go. I, I thought the Steelers would play a lot better uh, in some areas, and they did. The offensive line looked a little bit better, but I still thought it would be too little or not, or not enough because I, I didn't think the offense would would be able to do enough. And sure enough, they 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 scored what two touchdowns, and one of them was garbage, a garbage touchdown, not a garbage touchdown. It was of the garbage garbage time variety. So. Um, you know, what the thing that really concerns me, obviously, in addition to the offense and whether or not Ben Roethlisberger is done as a quarterback is the defense. Uh, it just doesn't seem to have any, any bite to it right now. You know, they, I think they've, they've had, um, five takeaways this year and, and, and through four games. And that's really not the pace that they've been on the last couple of years. The, um, the pass rush has kind of fallen off a lot over the last few weeks. And I realize 
a lot of a lot of that had to do with injuries, namely to TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, and Tyson Alulu. But you got two of those three guys back last week, and it didn't seem to to help the pass rush much at all. Aaron Rodgers seemed fairly comfortable back there, and when he did have to run, it seemed to be um, strategic. And uh, yeah, he, he didn't. They didn't make life miserable for him at all. Just like, just like they didn't with Joe Burrow or Derek Carr the, year, the week before that. So that's concerning. Hopefully it's just a matter of Watt and Highsmith uh, just not being 100%. They're, they're healthy enough to play, but they're not quite at 100% yet, and they don't have that explosiveness, especially Watt. I mean, you need Watt to be the TJ Watt that we've uh, come to know and love and the one that we were clamoring f- to be signed uh, in the summertime. So – Hopefully it's just it's just that and and, and they're once they get 100 percent it'll it'll make that pass rush that much more effective and if the pass rush is more effective as we've seen over the last four years that makes the entire defense more effective especially the last couple of years now that the secondary has been uh, improved speaking of which it's um, let's talk about this Sunday's game against the uh, the Broncos. As the title suggests, this is probably do or die. And um, there are some injury concerns, as there always seems to be with this team this year. Namely, uh, Cam Sutton's going to miss the game. He, he has been ruled out with a groin injury, another groin injury for your Pittsburgh Steelers in 2021. So he'll be out, and it's expected that James Pierre will play on the outside. And I'm guessing Arthur Millette, who actually has looked Fairly decent, in my opinion, in his in his uh, uh, time in, in in playing in games so far this year. I've actually liked what I've seen from him. He brings a lot of energy to the uh, to the field when he comes in, and he seems to make some plays. I'm, I'm assuming Arthur Millette will get the uh, get the nod as the uh, in situations where they need a slot corner. So that's that's how I'm guessing it's going to go. So it's going to be a big test for Pierre, who's who's uh, obviously experienced some growing pains so far this year. And we saw that in uh, week three against the uh, Bengals when he gave up the touchdown to, to Jamar Chase. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be a test for him. Uh, but on the offensive side, uh, Chase Claypool will be, will be back. You're missing James Washington, but I think it's, it's important that Claypool is back because I think he's their most dangerous offensive weapon right now. And this will be the first week since, I guess, week two, that both uh, Johnson and Claypool will be in the lineup together, I think. Yeah. So I think that that'll bring even more order to the receiving core and maybe uh, potentially uh, boost this offense. Something has to, so. Uh, Sukhsa four, he was a full participant, so I expect him to, to be back at right tackle on Sunday. Um, other than that, I don't really know of any other injuries. I know the, the Broncos are certainly dealing with a lot of uh aches and pains. Teddy Bridgewater, their quarterback, he's he's in the uh concussion protocol. Uh, although I, he was a full participant on Friday, so. I expect him to play, but you know how it is with concussions. I mean, they, they can, you know, symptoms could 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 uh, creep up at any moment. You know, he could wake up on Saturday or Sunday with a 
with a headache or with vision problems or who knows um, sensitivity to light just so, so many things so uh, he's uh he's currently listed as 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 is uh i think ready to or he's questionable um but he was a full participant on friday so i expect him to play as far as the game and what it means again it's it's i think it's do or die because uh yeah they they, they kind of caught a break um in in what week six with Russell, the news that russell wilson had to have surgery on his finger that came on friday he got, he got injured in the thursday night game against the rams so he's expected to miss at least a month, if not more. So he'll certainly miss next Sunday. So they caught a break there. Uh, and they'll likely be going up against uh, West Virginia's own Geno Smith at quarterback. But, you know, it doesn't mean that this game is not do or die because I don't think you want to fall to one and four. Of course, you don't want to fall to one and four if you're the Steelers. Um, we've seen them do that the la- uh, twice in the last 10 years. And... Yes, they, they they bounced back and they almost made the playoffs each time, but the key word is almost. So I don't think you want to drop to one and four. Um, if you can win this game on Sunday, which I actually expect them to win, I think this is a game that they can win. I think it's going to be one of those games that's played in the teens, which it seems like a lot of their games have been have uh, been in that area. It, the final score isn't always doesn't always wind up in the teens, but it seems like it's that kind of game where you, you can expect maybe a a couple of touchdowns on, on either side. I expect it to be in the teens and I expect Pittsburgh to win something like 20 to 13, 17, 10. I think it's going to be that kind of game. The Broncos ever have a really good defense and Von Miller is back to his old all pro defensive player of the year kind of self. Uh, And he's a, he's a, uh, he's a problem again. So, uh, yeah, the line, I don't know who, who is going to be blocking him. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be lining up uh, in more than one spot. I think it's, that's usually what he does, although I could be wrong. But whoever's blocking him, it's going to be a, a rough test. So uh, containing him is going to be uh, problem number one, or, or yeah, problem number one. And uh, then you have to try to find a way to move the ball on this defense. And uh, maybe that's where, the, that's where the Steelers' defense can maybe come into pl- play and and create some opportunities for them. We haven't seen much of that since the Buffalo game, so uh, we need to get that back. If you're if you're the Steelers, you need to find a way to to create some opportunities, and that's not going to be easy because Teddy Bridgewater, he's a solid veteran. He's a really good quarterback. He's not a he's not a superstar, but he's he's the quote unquote game manager. And uh, he's been pretty efficient so far this year. Um, but, you know, the Broncos, their their first three, they started off 3-0, and but their first three wins were against teams that, at the time, obviously week one, at the time they were all winless. And uh, they finally went up against a really good team last week in the Ravens in Denver, and the Ravens pretty much had their way with them the entire day. So I think they're a bit of a paper tiger right now, meaning the Broncos. So, you know, much like I said with the Raiders, you have a, a team flying out from from not the West Coast, but flying out from that part of the country, and coming here for a 1 p.m. game. That's got to be a, a a advantage for the Steelers. And you know, I think the Raiders are a better team than, than the Broncos, so I think 
Steelers might be able to, might be able, might be catching the Broncos at the right time. And um, you know, if they win this game to go to two and three, I mean, that's I think that would be it would ease a lot of people's minds at least at least temporarily. And then you have to take if you win this week, then you have to take care of business against the Seahawks on Sunday Night Football. And suddenly you're three and three going into the break. Um, you have the you have Cleveland coming out of the break out of the bye, I should say, at Cleveland, and that's going to be a buzzsaw. I don't care uh, how Baker Mayfield's playing. I don't care about his injuries. The uh, the Browns have that circled on their calendar. They want to finish the Steelers off. Believe me. So, regardless of how the Steelers are playing, uh, when they come out of the bye, if they're if they're on a bit of a roll. Going into the buy, it's still going to be tough. But if they're if they're you know, if even if they don't win that game, if they're three and four, then you have the, the Bears and the Lions after that, and those are both winnable games, provided the Steelers figure some things out by that point. Uh, then they could be winnable games. So that's why I think this Sunday is do or die because you don't want to fall to one and four because you have to assume somebody else in the division is going to win. So you're suddenly three games back, and that's I don't care if there's an extra game or not this year, that's a tough hole to climb out of almost impossible. So you have to find a way to figure some things out this week. And hopefully if they can do that, it'll help build some momentum, some confidence because they need to, they need some, they need a, some confidence right now. And the only way you truly get that is by winning a game. So if they can do that, if, if they can figure out this offense, they head into Dubai and they get healthy on defense specifically. Maybe Zach Banner comes back. Who knows? Maybe Stefan to it. It seems unlikely, but maybe, you know, you get healthier as a team. You, you figure out what your strategy is moving forward with this offense. Um, what, who's, are you, you going to give Ben more latitude? You know, those kind of things. Then uh, maybe they can get on a roll after the break after the bye and get back into playoff contention. So on that note, at the 2020 mark, I will say goodbye to this part of the show, part one. And if you're watching me live on YouTube or Facebook, uh, please don't go anywhere. Please come right back because I'm going to be right back. If you're listening on an audio platform, I thank you for listening to part one. But please, please hurry up and download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Success. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. 
We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply